Hello, witches. This is Kara Kovacs, and this is Business Witch. As a third generation witch, at least, and a business and life coach for mission-driven entrepreneurs and leaders, I teach you how to make money and magic as liberatory practices. Because when we know, seek, and embrace our full potential, we create a better world for everyone. Here you'll find tools, conversations, spells, and inspiration that take you from waiting to creating so you can build the business and life you're oh so worthy and capable of having. Let's go. Hello, witches. Y'all are never going to believe who my guest is today. <laughs> Michelle Berry is a cardomancer, tea leaf reader, Reiki master teacher who also happened to be the one who attuned me. Not to mention she gave birth to me. It is my pleasure to welcome onto the show my mom. <laughs> Hi, mom. Hi, everybody. Hi tell, there. tell the people about your work. Tell them a little bit about what you do. Okay. So you did mention some of the things I do. I am also, besides those things, a sound healer and vibrational therapist. And I'm also a teacher of divination. I love teaching card reading of all different kinds, but my favorite is Lenormand, which is divination system similar to tarot. It came out maybe 300 years later in 1799. And I have just created my own deck last year and I'm in the process of trying to get it published. I recently had it translated. I, I speak Spanish, so I translated it into Spanish and it's now in Spanish, French and Italian. And I have a family member who's gonna help me translate it into Japanese. There is a book that goes with it. So that book is done and I just translated that into Spanish. So I'm doing many things and sometimes I feel like I can't believe I get to do all these wonderful things in all honesty. And on top of it all, I'm a licensed physical therapy assistant and I work with the medically fragile and I have since 2012 worked with medically fragile adults, but in the past almost two years, it's now babies and it's a grandma's dream. <laughs> and I get these little medically fragile, gorgeous little babies, and I get to play with them and help them, you know, get strong. And it's a dream come true. It's the best. If you're going to be a PT or an occupational therapist, it's a great way to spend your day mm. versus being in an inpatient setting. So I love my work. Well, thanks for being here, mom. <laughs> thanks for having me, love. I think it's uh, to see you too. <laughs> yeah, always nice to see you. I believe I talked to you yesterday, but or no, yeah. it's, been, it's been two days. <laughs> well, we live on opposite sides of the you know the United States, so it's really good to see you. Well, I think it's cool because anybody who knows me like knows of you, but there are a lot of people who listen to this who are new to my audience or new to me and they don't know that like <laughs> the business which goes several generations back that's true <laughs> and I thought you know usually on this show I give like a lot of tips about starting a business or running a business or thinking about a business with a spiritual lens or like with a like a witchy scope and I think like so much of that comes from 
me starting my business after I like moved home for four months and you taught me to read cards and you attuned me as a Reiki master. And like my very first business endeavor was doing card readings and hosting Reiki circles with you. So like I'm here because that happened. And I don't think, you know, a lot of people listening know that about me. So I thought it would be fun to talk about like a little bit of our story and your work and something that I admire in your work is you've always had this really, it's like an ease in your connection to spirit. It's like, it's not forced. I mean, she's a Scorpio, everyone. It's like very unafraid. Like, I feel like I always tell people like a story I always tell about you is that when I was little, if I would go to you and say, there's something, there's a ghost in my room, there's a spirit in my room, you would be like, just tell it to go away. <laughs> like, whereas, and it like, did. like most moms would be like, that's not real. And you would be like, just tell it to go away. Like it's like, it wasn't anything to be afraid of. And it wasn't anything to turn away from. And like, also totally validating that that was like a real experience that I was having. And I've always seen you kind of connect to spirit in that way. And I'd be curious maybe if you want to speak to that and talk a little bit about your own experience in that. You know, another important part that I said to you when you were small was that you are in charge of your space and you can tell anything that's around you to go away, that you, you, they have to have permission to be in your space. And I think that somehow I knew that too, that if I was uncomfortable with anything that I felt and like you, I had feelings and experiences and unusual in a different way. I didn't have it the same way as you, but very valid experiences that just, I don't know, somehow just made me comfortable with it. And, you know, I remember as a teenager being very drawn to the paranormal because of it. I think it just comes in phases. And then you learn about certain family members. I don't think I told you I'm adopted, you know that, but I learned that we have more psychics on that are still living on your mother, my mother's side, the matriarchal side, through your grandmother's sister's children. And even her sister was very psychic. I didn't know that. I was just speaking with one of our cousins recently, and she says, Oh no, we have a few people on that side who were card readers and had, you know, the site. So I have it on my mother and my father's side. And that's what you have through me. So I think it was just very easy for us to be sensitive to certain experiences. And growing up with that as the norm, for whatever reason, I knew not to talk about it with the adoptive parents. I sort of kept it to myself, but I was never afraid of it for whatever reason. Nobody had to tell me not to be afraid. So yeah, I I found myself to be quite afraid of it. Yes, yes I remember. And I didn't talk about it with you until you told me you had feeling. I I almost wonder whether TV or something put it in your head because I didn't discuss those things with you. You were a little girl, mm -hmm. you know. So I think, you know, Halloween and stories and spooky things like that put thoughts in our head and certain shows like you didn't like dolls when you were a little girl. The do the the Hungarian dolls. Because they were living in the middle of the night. <laughs> And we put them away. So. No, they were like <laughs> looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so. And like they, those dolls came from like 
generations back, survivors. Yes, of they did. Us, like they were imbued with all kinds of energy. They were. They were looking at. Okay. Yeah. You know what's interesting is back then, like you were, you know, we're talking twenty-seven-ish years ago. I didn't know about cleansing and clearing then. I did know about meditation. I had got, begun that journey of peace and trans, I studied transcendental meditation at that time and vegetarianism. I was a vegetarian back then. So I, I was on my spiritual path in ways, but learning about like the prayer that you had mentioned, maybe we'll talk about the prayer that I like to do before I do readings or any kind of ritual because it is a way of just clearing the space and it's as easy as that to do. And that's part of the fear and knowing that you have control of your space and what touches you and what's around you. You don't always need Palo Santo. <laughs> so know? for people who are like, wait, how do I clear my space? Can you do, do you want me to do the prayer? I can give you an example. Like if I was going to do a reading for you or something like that. Okay. So we call upon the archangels, our ancestors, our higher selves, all those who watch over us, please be here now. Please be here now and lift away any negativity, anything that's not needed, not wanted, not ours, cleansing our minds, our bodies, our spirits, and our auras on all timelines, realities, and dimensions, lifting away anything that's not benevolent and taking it to its perfect place to be cleansed and healed. We are here to seek guidance for the highest good of all, and we thank you for all the blessings of the now, the past, and for what is to come. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. And I feel like that covers all bases. <laughs> and so it is. <laughs> and so it is. And so for it's... people who are like, you know, I can't do it as eloquently or I don't remember that. Like, is there a simple sort of like, I mean, my impression in how you've taught me is that it's more the intention behind it than anything else. Mm -hmm. Well, if anybody wants the prayer, I'll be happy to send it to. I send it to a lot of people. Oh, really? Yeah, Most, all my students get it, they want it. And you can modify it in any way you want. But what's there is all realities and dimensions, all timelines. That's really important because you just, you know, if you think of it that way, we're cleansing and clearing where time isn't linear. We're just, you know. I've been trying to remember all day today that time isn't linear. <laughs> I understand. It's so I hard. I wish it was less linear. <laughs> You know, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I know it's so hard to remember time is a linear at two o'clock on a Monday when you wish it was Friday. <laughs> well, it's Friday today. I know we are recording <laughs> this on a Friday. And actually, oh. I said oh. you wanted to talk about how people should pursue their bliss. And I feel oh, like yeah. a good transition to that because most people who are mad that time isn't linear at two o'clock on a Monday, it's because they don't like their job. So yes. Tell us about <clears throat> I can relate. Your, bliss, your bliss. So, so yeah, as a licensed PTA, I do physical therapy. And when I first transitioned before that, I was an insurance agent and I wasn't exactly happy at a desk job and it, felt limiting. And I decided to pursue medical because that was my initial want before I even had you. I was going to be a nurse, if you remember. So I went back and I became a PTA because that was the easiest thing to do at my age. I was in my 40s. 
and Mom I went and right into graduated from college the same year. That's right. <laughs> so I went right into skilled nursing, which was inpatient. And unfortunately, the healthcare system is a bit of a mess. And with each year, um, the demands on any healthcare worker would just increase. When I first started working as a PTA, I wouldn't have more than six to eight patients on my caseload for the day. Anybody who's probably watching, they probably have 16 or more. The nurses in those places have up to 24 patients on their caseload. It's just, I was getting to the point where I was getting sick. I was so beat and beaten up because it's a very physical job and you're supposed to get four patients down to the gym and treat them all like Humana. They think you can do all four of them. You can do all four of them in 30 minute treats, you know, and yeah, they don't expect you to be like that. But so I really needed to leave my job. And when COVID happened, it was unfortunate for so many of us, but at the same merit, we have to scramble to keep our head above water. And I started to take a leap of faith. I was already doing the, the little meetups, right? Like the movies at my house. I was doing Reiki circles at that point, but I wanted to flip it and be a part-time PTA and a full-time psychic. That was my, always my dream. I had that dream for a long time. And because of COVID, I was able to make that happen. It, it forced me to be able to focus on it. And ever since then, I have been, I've been able to reverse it. So I do part-time PTA, which is not so bad on my body. And I get to play with these beautiful children and it's no more impatient for me. I can't do it. <laughs> and I love doing my psychic work I, and my sound baths. I'm doing sound baths all over the place and meeting really beautiful people. So I think that's another part of why I love doing that. I, I meet so many really, really wonderful people and it's uplifting. I don't know if you know this, but I think about your work when I think about like the space I want to take up in the industry, because on the one hand, you know, I started my business in 2018. So about two years before you really started to transition everything over. And I was very much at that time, like 2020 was my first multi six figure year. And I was very much teaching people to aspire to that as well. And, and make no mistake. Another thing I always think about when I think about you is like, I want to be a seven-figure business owner because I want your retirement to be very easy. Like, that's my- well, that's very nice. <laughs> and I've told you that. Like, that that's yeah. one of, you know, like when I always tell people when they're thinking about like their why, that like having plans for creating generational wealth or like more time with their kids is like a super valid and important part of their why. And like being able to create that for you has always been- an intention of mine. But what I've also seen you do while I was simultaneously building what is going to be a seven-figure company and is going to be like a, a teaching tool for how this industry can look differently, which was completely rooted in like things that you taught me, like the, like the entire spiritual component of my business, like my education was being your daughter, right? 
And what I've seen you build is like exactly what you wanted that worked for your life, where like you can work part-time doing something that you actually do enjoy while still making money and prioritizing and growing and scaling your work. And I think that that's what a lot of people are aspiring to. And there's not like a model for that in this industry. It's either like trying to do it on the side when you can and scraping pennies together or like chasing this, this like make more, make more, make more, make more dream. And like, that's never really been from my impression what it's been about for you for you it's like you really just love the work and like needed it to work for your life yeah yeah and you know something has to give if you're really hating what you're doing you're going to have to take a leap of faith at some point or you can just continue feeling the same way and nothing changes unless you change well I'm proud of you (laughs) (laughs) and I'm proud of you and I I gotta tell you you were the one who inspired me to go live. You were the one who went live first. And I just remember how quickly, and I think it's because card readings in your blood, you you learned Lenormand so quickly, as quickly as I did, but I was already a reader. So you not being anyone who had ever touched divination cards before, it just like that, you know, it was like, like speaking English. It just was like, I mean, I had been watching you do it. True. That's true. But there's one thing to watch and it's another thing to be taught the system and then actually, you know, know how to, how to read. And you were a natural reader. So I was really proud and am unbelievably proud every day. I'm in awe of you actually, because I just look what you've done. (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah, you're incredible. I think, thank you for that lovely compliment. And to <laughs> speak to the, the what you were saying about card reading is like, yeah, it, it it is in my blood, like for sure. And I remember it was like, it was the time it was supposed to happen. Like I had that, I was working a job that was making me miserable I took family medical leave of absence to come down because dad was like displaying memory loss. And so I came home for four months and I was like, okay, I have this four months to build a different option than going back to that job that I hate. And while I was down there, I was like, maybe I'll get a coaching certification. Maybe I'll finish grad school. Like I was trying to decide between those two things And I was like, oh, well, while I'm here, it would be fun. Like if you taught me how to read the cards and you came downstairs and you were like, you were like, really? I ordered a new deck last night. Like this must be for you then. And then you like handed me my first deck and I already knew how to read it. But it was like, everything was sort of conspiring for like that moment where I got to be home for four months straight. And like we were doing ritual and doing ceremony like every day. And I think something too that I've thought a lot about in various points in my life that I think might be helpful for people is like, there are moments where it feels like you are in some kind of spiritual incubator where like everything feels like it's being touched by the divine. And like, there's a lot of like synchronicity at play. And like that time was one of those moments. Like there was also like everything that was happening at those breathwork ceremonies that we were going to, like there were just a lot of synchronicities happening. and then. I felt during COVID like that there was a deadening of that. Like I didn't feel as connected 
And then it comes like, it comes back in different ways. And sometimes I like forget the magic and then I get reminded of it because my life gets touched by it. And I know that we're never too far away from it. And I think what I'm getting at is like, you strike me as someone who lives there 24 seven. Like you feel to me, like you're like always in that space. And I feel like I like come in and out of it. Because of my crazy schedule now, I would say that I have my in and out moments too. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I call myself, I'm like a gypsy. I'm, but like I have, sometimes I'm packing for a sound bath. Sometimes I'm packing for, you know, a, I have a festival coming up and I just, so there's a piece of me that has to get grounded at times. So that's the in and out, I think, you know. Is a little bit tiring when you have that kind of work too, when you're when your show's on the road, so to speak, teaching in different stores. And I would like to land, my goal is and intention is to land in one store where I I don't have to move around so much. So working on manifesting that. But I am in and out, just like you. I think we all are. We some some months we we do a lot of meditating and we eat right and you know, we can't be perfect all the time, you know. What would you say to somebody who's struggling to find that connection in their life? To have some form of ritual, you know, if you're really trying to keep that line of communication with spirit, speak to your higher self on a regular basis, like incorporate that as a daily practice. I always talk to my soul. I Me too. When I do that, yeah, because you don't get ego talk back you know where you would self where you would maybe chastise yourself but find some kind of ritual that gives you that feeling of staying connected even in your busy time it could be just putting a crystal in your pocket you know just remembering how and that's like protection in a sense you know think about what what it is you need or sometimes it's saying a quick little you know my aura is clear and free from with only my own, you know, my own junk, however you want to say it. So no one else can be in your own auric space and you can ask for your angels to protect you, however it is for you, mm. you know? So, yeah. I, I hope everybody listening is like oh, <laughs> thinking how much more sense my branding and company makes because you're my mom. <laughs> They're they like, where you oh. come from. <laughs> Now I understand Kara. <laughs> you know, like it, I was at dinner with friends another night and I was talking about your birth mom and her story. And I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, don't I you know that she was like in a, a throuple and was like at Stonewall and was like advocating for trans rights in the 70s. And then and like, still is. Yeah, <laughs> still, still is. is on the Upper West Side. And that like, you're a psychic and it's like <laughs> and she was a dominatrix yeah I wasn't gonna say that but yes oh. well that wasn't a secret she was proud of herself <laughs> it's like don't I make so much more sense when you know the story <laughs> anyway yes, I'd you do to tell people who are curious ways that they could work with you for those of you who are not local to West Palm Beach, Florida, I do offer distance Reiki healing and sound healing. You can check me out on michellebarry.com and you can look at all my services. 
I love doing readings. That's probably my favorite thing to do, even though healing sessions are always lovely. I like the interaction between myself and, and my client and finding ways to help them troubleshoot their challenges or have some kind of healing or clarity. So if you're looking for a reading, I can definitely tell you that it is my deepest pleasure to help you. So check me out and come say hello. <laughs> Where can they find you? MichelleBarry.com. And Instagram or Facebook? Absolutely. MichelleBarry18 on Instagram. And I do have two pages on Facebook, just under my name, Michelle Barry. And then I have Michelle Barry, your personal spiritual concierge, which is the same as my website on Facebook. I'm also on Meetup. It's a spiritual group. And I just changed the name and I want to make sure that it it stayed because it's a metaphysical group, all things metaphysical. Let me just see, because it used to say your spiritual concierge, but I took that down. I like your spiritual concierge. I yeah. think that's cute. Yeah. My new website should be up at the end of this month. So if you check me out in the beginning of June and then at the end of the June, you're going to see a big difference. So it's all things metaphysical, metaphysics, Reiki, cartomancy. And I always ask four questions on these episodes. The first okay. I'll probably have to answer for you, but let's see how you do. What is your astrology? <laughs> I would like you to answer for me only because I'm on the spot. Let me just see if I remember. I'm a, I'm a Pisces moon and a Pisces rising. Pisces rising. So Pisces, so that's the sun and a Virgo moon. A Libra moon? moon. I don't know why I just can't remember that. It me and astrology. <laughs> I need you to do that for me. That's okay. Not that I don't understand the traits of the horoscope, but I just cannot, for whatever reason. It's not your language. Chart. It's not my language. It isn't. It's so okay. I've not tried. everybody listening speaks astrology, but for the people yeah. who do, it's always nice to, the, when you tell somebody that, like, it does help them understand you. Yeah, if because I'm not a true Scorpio in the sense, I, I don't have, maybe I'm a bit private, but. You're a Scorpio mom. I? I think you think that you are not a true Scorpio because of the cultural connotations and the shadow stereotype side of, of Scorpio. But like Scorpios are deep mystics. Like they're mystics yeah. who aren't afraid of the dark. Like that's what a Scorpio is. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. what are you reading right now? Okay. So I'm currently not reading because I'm trying to finish all the stuff that I'm writing and submit it all to Llewellyn and a couple of other publishers. But the last book that I did read was Reading the Leaves because I'm always loving to learn and I'm a tea leaf reader. And I just, I love the witch here is Sandra Mariah Wright and Liana Mariana. And this is probably of all the tea leaf books that I've read and I have a few, but this one is my favorite. And it even has recipes in here. So if you're a tea leaf reader, please check it out. It goes into the history. It even mentions Lenormand. So yeah, it's a great book. And what's the song you currently have on repeat? Right now it's been Hotel California, but it's a version from 1993 that has sort of a Latin beginning. I don't Everyone know why. Everyone thinks you are so cute right now. 
but your aunt like that's not a song that I would normally listen to but I've been thinking of Uncle Tony for some reason mm. and that was his song I know I know it was yeah. his song yeah. last question what's your why why do you do what you do because it gives me pleasure to live this kind of life and meet people with like-minded spiritual ways of of being you know and it's different for everybody and I just I find it also interesting it just feels like the only path I should be on I feel really blessed that I can do what I can do now because I wouldn't have imagined that I'd be what I'm doing what I'm doing at this stage five years ago I would have well, bet money that you. it wouldn't have happened so well thank right? you for sharing it with me and also everybody else listening my pleasure thanks for having me yeah. If anybody wants to get a reading from my mom, we'll link everything in the show notes. Highly recommend. I'm super spoiled. I call her multiple <laughs> times a week to be like, can you do a reading on this? So, I have a, a lot of your, a lot of your friends and people have come to me. I've read for, for many of your people. How many people so. do you think have come to me through me talking about you on Instagram in the last couple of years? I don't know, maybe like 20 about. You think 20? I was going to say like 100. No, no, not not actual readings, about 20 people. And I would say that, you know, that they're repeats also, not 100. I'm sorry. I wish I could say 100. I felt like yeah. in 2020, like everybody wanted to get a reading from you. You know, maybe in 2020, it was more, but I'm, I think I'm going in the past, like maybe it's slowed down a little bit. Yeah, Since we've all gone back to end the economy too. The economy's affected things. So. Well, I can't coach you because I'm your kid, but there are still infinite people who want to buy your readings despite the economy. Yes, so. I'm aware of that. <laughs> I'm aware of that. And so I'm ready to, to serve. <laughs> she can't wait to read for you. And uh, we'll see you next week on Business Witch. Mom, say bye to the people. Bye, everybody. Looking forward to meeting some of you or all of you. <laughs> <laughs>